Hey, what's up everybody? Hope you're doing well. Welcome back for chapter two of our origin story. Uh, if you missed the first part, be sure to check that out first. My name is Robin Carlo. I'm the co-owner of Land of Sun Shoes. Last chapter, we talked about why and how we started the brand. This chapter, we're diving into the development process and covering the many struggles we had along the way. So let's get into it. Now, we spent a long time developing our brand, our shoes and our boots, over the past three years, in fact. And this isn't necessarily the standard in the shoe industry. So why did it take us this long? And the answer is there were struggles, lots of struggles, actually. So last episode, I mentioned that the ID pretty much came about early 2018. And in the fall of that year, I traveled to Portugal to visit a bunch of factories that offered Goodyear construction. At this point, I had taken shoes apart, studied them, uh, and read about every book there is on shoe construction. People at these factories actually seemed surprised by my level of understanding regarding shoemaking. But now looking back, I know that no level of knowledge would have been sufficient to make the right choices at that time. Um, Besides knowledge, what we needed was experience, and obviously we didn't have that at that point. But we would get a lot of it very soon. Um, That being said, this trip was an amazing experience. I love visiting these factories and seeing all these shoemakers in action. And once I got back home, we decided on one of these manufacturers and began developing a prototype. All right, fast forward 18 months into the collaboration with this manufacturer. So at that point, we're, I think, June or July 2020. So just a little over a year ago. And we're deciding we're... We're hitting the reset button pretty hard. We decided to pull out of the collaboration we had going with that first factory. And looking back today, I feel kind of silly. It took that long before coming to terms with the fact that this factory just wasn't going to cut it. Obviously, there are wonderful shoemakers in Portugal, but our lack of experience just kind of blindsided us to the fact that we weren't a good match with this particular one. Throughout the process, we made a bunch of different shoe samples with them and different loss and all of them had like major issues um the shoe lost uh, and in in case you don't know what that is that's the shape on which the shoe is built it's kind of the foundation and and the main building block of shoe construction and the development of this shoe loss was really problematic the shape and the proportions were always off and the the last maker involved it really seemed to lack any sense of nuance in their work. Any slight alteration we requested, like, hey, could you trim this part by three millimeters or add five there or make this more round? It would always result in like a total overhaul of the loss. Always be these very big changes. And it was becoming clear we just weren't getting anywhere. Looking back now, I'm actually glad that those losses were were that bad that they were that far off if they had been somewhat better we we might have not felt the urgency to look for an alternative so after the fifth alteration i think with no real improvement we were like okay this is not working let's search for a different lost maker and that's how we found springline in northampton in england and i still think This is the best choice we ever made up to this point. Now, the shoes themselves uh, that we were developing were also problematic at that first factory. 
because patterns really weren't translating correctly and the shoes lacked the needed level of comfort. So they weren't the most uncomfortable shoes ever or anything, but we we compared them with other shoes we own and they were just always slightly less comfortable. And for us, it was a major issue. For some brands, they don't care. They're, they're just making a shoe that needs to look good. But we were like, you know, we want to wear these shoes ourselves every day. So they got to be comfortable. And the last two samples we made in Portugal were already using uh, our Springline Lost. But the shoemaker stated that they couldn't work on it because it was so different from their Losts. And they they proposed to make changes to the lost and this we just flat out refused you know we were like we finally built a decent lost and we're not about to mess that up and i uh, i send out a sample production request to three other factories uh, the same day because i had just had it now the biggest lesson we learned uh, working with that factory is the fact that most shoe brands or most new shoe brands at least don't actually design shoes. So in case that, that confused you, let me repeat that. Most new shoe brands don't actually design shoes. They might say they do, but in fact, most don't. And this is kind of like one of the dirty little secrets of the shoe industry. The, the fact that most new brands will just go to a factory, pick out some standard models from the factory's collection, because every factory also has their own collection pick out a factory standard lost, choose some colors, slap their name on it, and call it a day, okay? And this factory mostly did this kind of work, and hence, even though they have been running for several generations, they lacked the specific skills to bring our vision to life. So to conclude, um, drama. (laughs) This chapter is kind of like the Empire Strikes Back of our story. But be sure, there is a Return of the Jedi as well. So go ahead and check out part three. If you don't already, follow us on Instagram at Lennox and Choose. Thanks for listening and take care. <laughs>